Hello everyone and welcome to an introvert's diary in Japan, the show that talks about anything and everything Japan. I'm Karen and I will be accompanied by my dog Timmy. In today's episode, we will discuss a renowned mangaka with the most twisted imagination. He is dubbed the master of horror in Japan and he has a large cult following for his works, including me. Over the years, he has gained a lot of recognition for his grisly stories and overly graphic illustration, guaranteed to make you go, what in the hell is this? He is none other than Junji Ito. For those of you interested, Junji Ito's stories just got an anime adaptation on Netflix on January 19th this year. The title is Junji Ito Maniac. I haven't watched it yet, but my expectation is not very high. Based on my experience, Junji Ito's masterpieces don't translate well on the big screen. There's just something about his manga that is hard to animate. But don't let me stop you though, you just might like it. One of the surprising things about Junji Ito is that he actually started off as a dental technician. Which, now that I think about it, might explain why he seems to be really obsessed with teeth. Junji said many writers inspire his works, but most notably, H.P. Lovecraft, Hideshi Hino, and Kazuo Umezu. Of course, all of them also specialize in horror, and if you've read any of his manga, you can definitely see the resemblance between his works, Hino's, and Umezu's. Junji's career didn't take off until one day in 1987, he decided to submit his story into a magazine called Gekan Halloween, or in English, Monthly Halloween. His submission won an honorable mention in the Kazuo Umezu Prize. Kazuo Umezu himself was actually one of the judges, so imagine being recognized by your very own idol. That must have felt so unbelievable. The work that he submitted into that competition went on to be one of his most notable works until today, and the title is Tomie. The story is, uh, simply put, weird and messed up. Tomie is actually the character's name, and it's about a beautiful girl who simply cannot die, no matter how many times you kill her. In every chapter, she gets killed and chopped up beyond repair, but she always reappears the next day as if nothing has happened to her. No scars, no sign of her being brutally murdered. And in the first chapter, she was actually cut up into 42 different pieces, each piece given to each of the people who collaborated on her murder. So you know there's no way in hell she's ever coming back. Imagine seeing that happening in front of you though your own classmate getting chopped up by everyone, and they're handing out pieces of her like it's Thanksgiving turkey. Here, you have her intestine, and you keep her kidney. Oh, and here's her eyeballs. Go hide them somewhere. What a messed up plan. But don't feel too sorry for Tomie though, because in the manga, she's a total bitch. There's not a single ounce of kindness in her. She lies, she manipulates, and she uses other people for her own gain. She has no remorse about stealing someone's boyfriend, even though that someone is being hospitalized for kidney failure. 
talk about toxic. There is no explanation as to how Tomie became immortal. She just is. And that is pretty much the essence of Junji Ito's tales. Mysterious supernatural things start happening around a person and no one can explain why. But I suppose that's what makes the horror genre so intriguing for some of us. If you could explain spirits scientifically, maybe they wouldn't be as scary. It's the mystery that keeps us hooked. It's a part of our survival instinct to fear the unknown. Junji's stories often end without any resolution. Nobody gets a happy ending and even if they're still alive by the end of the chapter, uh, you still get the feeling like they're doomed forever. What I find scary about his work is not the story per se, but how imaginative it is. He can transform the most normal things like snails or pots or balloons into something monstrous. And these images are so repulsive, so disgusting, they can haunt you forever because you see these things around you every day. After you read The Slug Girl, very simple title, I know, you will never look at the snails in your garden the same way ever again. You will never look at the snails in your garden the same way ever again. If anything, you will be able to taste it in your mouth for some reason. Ah, Like, how can anyone come up with this stuff? If you google Junji Ito, you will see this completely normal looking guy. He has a wife, two children, loves cats, cleans teeth for a living. Mm, you'd never imagine he'd write what he writes. My favorite work from Junji is also my least favorite, if that makes sense. The title is The Chill. Again, simple title. So, in summary, the story is about holes that mysteriously appear on people's bodies because they're cursed by a strange jade stone. And of course, nobody knows where the stone came from. These holes get bigger and bigger until they eventually cover your entire body. And of course, that means you're dead. If you have a trypophobia like me, that is a fear of holes clustered together, skip this one. I promise you, it will trigger your phobia big time. It's almost like Junji intended to target people with this specific phobia, which I think is really smart. Because you know, everybody knows that this phobia is real. It's something that people can latch on, they can believe in it, which makes it even more terrifying. Well, to be fair, he also wrote about sharks that have bionic legs, and Junji actually has a fear of sharks. So maybe this is his thing. He plays with people's fear, not the supernatural. If you've read all his works, you will notice a certain theme. Junji likes to mix different genres into his stories, mainly psychological and body horror. Characters in his stories often contort their bodies, when they start to lose their sense of reality or humanity. 
in one story, which is also one of his most famous works, Uzumaki, one of the characters broke every single bone in his body so he could fit into a round wooden top in a perfect spiral. Yes, you heard me. The man was so obsessed with spirals that he turned himself into a spiral. I may be obsessed with my dogs, but I've never considered turning into one. Another one of Junji Ito's themes is eyes. When the characters descend into madness, you can tell from the character's eyes, or lack of them that is. After all, they say eyes are the windows to one's soul. And if your soul is gone, then what do you need your eyes for? Junji Ito's works are different from normal horror stories. It's not action-packed, and it's not just about ghosts and spirits. If anything, most of the stories are slow burns. The suspense builds up slowly, and occasionally, you get hints that something is definitely wrong, but you can't put your finger on it. He also has this special drawing technique. It creates a certain atmosphere in his story. His style is more into realism than pure cartoon. So his characters lack that cuteness you often see in traditional Japanese anime. So if you think, mm, how scary can cartoons be? Think again. Speaking of drawing, Junji Ito actually injured his hands a few years back. So now he draws digitally. I only found out about this because if you look at his drawings, you probably won't be able to tell which one was drawn by computers and which one was drawn by hand. Junji said he wants to maintain that roughness you get when you draw by hand, and I think he definitely achieved that. In one interview, Junji said, Manga is not fine art after all. I think that's what Osamu Tezuka meant when he said that manga is a symbol. Drawing realistically is not enough. The special trait of manga is that they convey things in a straightforward manner. And I think I totally agree with him. That's why it's so difficult for anime live actions to look good, because humans just can't express themselves the way anime characters do. Saying that, I would love to see Junji Ito's works turn into a live action. Imagine the horror! Alright, that's all from me for today. If you have any requests or topics you'd like me to talk about, you can message me on my Instagram. See you next time!